Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Ashdown Call and Day. This is an open question and answer session where you can call in and speak to me directly or simply listen live on the audio page on the webpage. If you've called in and have questions, press 1 to raise your hand. If you're listening on the audio player on the webpage, you'll see a box where you can type in questions. Feel free to enter your questions there as well. These sessions are all about you, and this is your opportunity to call in and speak to me live, and let me work with you to help you solve your weight loss problems forever. So if you've got something you want to talk about, please give us a call. Cool. Welcome, everyone. So, yeah, if you want to talk to me, uh, you have to call in. You have to press 1. Uh, Tiffany will screen the call. She'll send me a text. And... Uh, <clears throat> and then I'll bring you in and we can chat and uh, about wherever you are in your journey. Uh, or, you can, or if you have questions in the chat roll, you can uh, put the questions in there and we'll try to answer them that way. Uh, we also have uh, Nadia online, Coach Nadia, who's going who's gonna to help us with uh, – has some questions from uh, over the last couple of uh, weeks people have been asking. And, uh, and I think I'm also going to go into the Facebook page. People are asking some really, really great questions right now. <clears throat> so uh, let's bring Nadia in if we can and we'll get started. Hi, John. Hey, Nadia. How are you? I'm great. How are you? How was the Omega Retreat? Yeah, the Omega Retreat was just awesome. Just so, so fabulous. <clears throat> one of the things, and I'd love to get you there one time, and I, I just think you'd enjoy it so much, first of all, because the energy of the place, it's just it's such a beautiful place, and it's got a very high vibration, and people are just so sweet, and the food's amazing. But, uh, but what was really cool is we had just so many amazing speakers uh, some of our coaches, Tiffany uh, was there. My brother, Joe, who's just unbelievable at this point, has lost over 200 pounds. He, he was there. Uh, um, Nicole Sachs, who, talks, who has this uh, really great uh, technique for emotional healing to work through chronic pain and weight loss. Carol Look from Tapping for Weight Loss and the 21-Day Meditation for Weight Loss was there. Patricia Rebra, who I wrote the book, Pit uh, um, Kids Revolution, was there. And uh, what people kept coming up to me and saying was just the, the speakers that I had. Lisa Schlossberg, who lost 150 pounds, was there really. She's such an inspiring speaker. And people just kept coming up and saying, wow, you know, you just have such an amazing team of speakers. And, uh, and that was the, the overriding thing that was happening more than anything in, the, in this retreat was that the, <clears throat> the level of inspiration and information that was coming from all the speakers. And, and you know, you can't really plan it. It just... I mean, you can if you were real detail-oriented, which I'm not, uh, but I just kind of let things go the way they want to go, and I don't, I don't think I could have possibly planned it better. Uh, the, just the order of the speakers, the, the, way we, the way they approached different topics. Robert Pang, who's a, one of the most amazing Qigong masters in the world, who <clears throat> when he touches you, you feel this electric current. He was there because he was doing a retreat at the same time, and he told his story about when he was growing up in China, how, you know, the, he used to train two hours a day from the age of eight years old with his, this, his master. Nobody knew about it. They did it in secret at like five in the morning. He used to sneak out of his house. Um, and he told this one story about how um, when he first started, his teacher would have him go into a horse stance. And he'd have to stay in this horse stance for 10 minutes. And his legs would be burning and he couldn't take it. And then he said, and then all of a sudden one day, uh, after a couple of months of training, he just kind of closed his eyes and he went into a trance and, while he was in the horse stance. And when he opened his eyes, his master was smiling. Four hours had passed. 
Wow. <laughs> he was sitting in his horse pants for four hours. And we recorded this whole thing, too, that his, his talk was recorded. It's such an inspiring talk. So, yeah, it was really, really awesome. It was a great, great week. People seem to, seem to uh, really love it. And, uh, and at the end, I've been, uh, I've been putting together, uh, looking for kind of the best snack bars and supplements and super greens that I can find because uh, we're looking to start creating some products again that uh, I really only want to do products if I can get the best of the best. And uh, we found what I consider the best of the best of snack bars and super greens. And uh, they came in, samples of them came in at the end and everybody got to try them. And so we're filming people, tasting them. And uh, I think we've got some really good uh, snack bars which is, or uh, supplements, which is something I'm going to talk about in the coming months. Uh, we've got a snack bar, the chocolate snack bar that's got collagen, which is, as you know, is really good for healing, healing leaky gut and reducing inflammation. And, uh, and a great probiotic that has this uh, encapsulation form uh, process <clears throat> that allows the, uh, the bacteria to go through the stomach and the acid lining, uh, the acid of the stomach without getting destroyed, um, which, which I think is really cool. And, and a couple others, we've got, uh, and uh, a uh, uh, omega-3 supplement that's just EPA and D- DHA that's derived from hemp oil. Now, hemp oil is also high in omega-6s, but they've just taken out the EPA and the DHA, which is what you want. And uh, a couple of different things like that. So they all arrived at the end, and people got to, got to sam- sample them. And uh, it was just a, all around a really fun week. And uh, maybe we can bring Tiffany in in a minute. She can tell you about her experiences with it. But uh, it was cool. And as I said, I'd love to get you out there sometime. I know it's a tough time for you, August, because you've got family events, but uh, it'd be really great to have you out sometime. Yeah, I know I would enjoy it. Retreats are always so energizing, and this one especially with all of the speakers that you've gathered and just the energy of this community is incredible. And that's all thanks to you, John. You put together an amazing thing, and I'm so glad to hear that it went well. Those products you mentioned sound great. I'm so excited to try them. I'll tell you more about them. Well, it's going to take about two months, I'd say, maybe two and a half months. I'll tell you all about it as, as we're getting closer. But we're, 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 close, we're close to something really cool. Sounds great. Excellent. Cool. And uh, what's happening with you? How's everything going? Everything is going well. I was doing some traveling, like you mentioned, at the same time as the Omega Treat was happening. And uh, that was all going well, you know, as everybody can, uh, as everybody knows, it's sometimes a little challenging when you're around family, but it was amazing and great and just yeah, beautiful yeah. to discover new foods. I know, John, that's something you like to do when you're in new places to oh, yeah. go to the stores yeah. and see these new products that stores are selling. And I found some amazing things in places that I wouldn't have expected, small little towns. You know, I found some amazing fermented foods and places making green smoothies and that kind of thing is really exciting to me when I'm traveling. That's cool. Where, where, where were you? I was in Michigan in a small town in Michigan near Saginaw. And then I was also up in Canada um, in Burlington, which is near Toronto. Okay, cool. Great. Cool. So uh, um, what's happening? We, do you have uh, any questions for us from the last couple of weeks or Yeah, there's a few here. So uh, let me just see. So there is one here from Barbara, and it's kind of an interesting question. She's just wondering, um, John, how do you define junk food? We all talk about junk food, but she's not really sure what that. Yeah. 
Yeah. So for me, junk food is, is something that's highly processed, highly man-made. Uh, and the reason what makes it junk is the actual processing of the food. Because when you process something, uh, when, when a manufacturer makes a food and they process it, uh, what, what their objective is, is to make it so that it's, uh, it has a, a long shelf life that doesn't get corrupted uh, in, in, in the air. It doesn't need to be refrigerated. These are just some examples. And, uh, and that's great for the manufacturer, but when you process something, you make it very hard to digest. And what happens is when you eat the, that food, uh, it doesn't get digested properly. The, your body doesn't recognize it as a food because it's been corrupted uh, molecularly. The molecular structure of it has changed. And you get an immune response. And that immune response causes inflammation. And the inflammatory hormones cause you to gain weight. So the, the types of foods that you see in the supermarket that are in uh, pretty colored wrappers and have five-year expiration dates and uh, have, all, have long lists of ingredients and especially have things like vegetable oils in it and, and uh, highly processed grains, those, are, those I would call all junk foods, especially, obviously, if it's got sugar in it uh, and artificial sweeteners and especially vegetable oils and hydrogenated oils, all of those different things cause, uh, can cause addiction and inflammation in your body. They can cause your insulin levels to elevate. They can cause addiction. They can cause inflammation. They can cause digestive problems. And all of those things cause a kind of hormonal chaos in the body. They're also lacking uh, the nutrients because the nutrients have either been depleted or are destroyed uh, there's no live uh, friendly bacteria. There's no live enzymes. There's no bio life that you get. Like if you look at a salad, the greens in the salad, they've got captured life force energy. They've got captured sunlight in the form of bio photons. We need these live foods as much as possible. And just as a, the, the simple rule of thumb, Nadia, I would say that, that uh, anything that existed on an island 10,000 years ago, that is, I would call it, not junk food in, in, in that form. Uh, just fruits, vegetables, salads, meats, the things that we were meant to eat, the things that we, in fact, did eat for tens of thousands of years or however long we've been on this planet. Uh, some say millions, but uh, however long we've been on this planet, this is what we've eat, eaten, and that is not junk food. As soon as, as, soon as um, uh, large food manufacturers have got, gotten it, into it, and started changing it for their benefit, really not for ours from a nutritional standpoint. It's not, it's not to our benefit, it's to their benefit. And it becomes, uh, and they do things to make it more addictive. Uh, also, all, once that happens, our, it changes, it has an enormous adverse effect on our body hormonally. We become nutritionally starved. And these are all the things that, that, uh, that cause the problem. But, but uh, if you just took a simple approach of, hey, I want to eat as many foods in the most real state as possible. Those foods I would not call junk food. What are your thoughts on that, Nadia? I completely agree with you. I really love uh, the, the idea of thinking about what existed on an island all those years ago. It just makes yeah. it really easy when you're walking around the grocery store to keep that question in mind. And every time you pick something up off the shelf, if you ask yourself that question, it makes it very easy to make that distinction of what's real food and what's junk food. It's really simple. And, but at the same time, you know, you can hear yourself saying, what is that? You know, is that all we're supposed to eat? I'm not saying no, that's all we're supposed to eat. But, but at the same time, 
that's all we did eat, <laughs> you know, right. for, for as long as we've been around, that is all we did eat. You know, when you say to yourself, what is that all we're supposed to eat as if it's as if we're being enslaved and, and impoverished and, and tortured, you got to you, you got to also say to yourself, well, hang on a second. Actually, that is all we ate as a species for as long as That's we've been around. Point. That is all we ate until, you know. We're not torturing anybody. No one's being tortured here. We're, all we're doing is doing what we've done as a species for tens of thousands, if not millions of years. So, so uh, that's not torture. That is what we're meant to be doing. It's just that if you're addicted to something, it's like if you're addicted to cocaine and someone says to you, you know, we're never going to have cocaine again. Well, that's torture. But if you've never had cocaine and you're not addicted to cocaine, it's not torture. You don't think about it. So we're addicted to all these foods. We've had uh, unfriendly bacteria that are telling us to eat all these foods. Uh, we've got blood sugar problems that are causing us to eat all these foods. And in, and in so many different ways, we were, were, we're thinking that, we, that these are the foods we're meant to have and that, and that not having them is, is this huge de- deprivation. But the reality is it's not. It's that we're never, we were never meant to have these foods. At the same time, as you know, Nadia, I, I don't believe in forced deprivation. It's not sustainable. Uh, and it causes, it causes scarcity mentality, which then makes you obsess about food. And that's not healthy. So the way to do it is to add, add the real foods over the top. Add super greens and add salads and add green juices. As we're talking right now, I'm drinking a veggie broth. And as you know, I've talked about many times, I just think veggie broth is the best thing in the world. So to me, I just take vegetables. I put them in a pot. I boil them. I simmer them for an hour or two. I let it cool, and then I put it in mason jars. And then, I, and then I take them out of the refrigerator. I drink them cold all day, and I'm getting nutrients and vitamins and, uh, and hydration, and, uh, and it's alkaline, and it's got antioxidants. And that's happening all day. In addition to um, having salads and fruits and other vegetables and healthy, healthy meats, and I'm uh, having super greens and, and uh, spirulinas and doing, doing things to just really over-the-top ply myself with nutrients and natural foods as much as possible. And then you don't crave the junk foods anymore. And I know you've had that experience too. And thousands and thousands of people that we work with have had the experience that if you don't take the attitude of deprivation, but instead you take the focus of adding healthier foods and then do the emotional work and some of the other work and stress reduction work, your body's not going to crave those other foods as much. And uh, eventually you're repulsed by them. And I know, Nadia, we've had this conversation many times. You've been in a situation now where, you know, there were foods that you used to crave that you don't crave anymore. Is that, and, it's, and it's a natural thing. You don't feel deprived. Am I, am I right about that? Yeah, definitely. There's so many things that I used to eat a lot in, my, in the past, way back years ago, that I don't even think about anymore. And a really nice part yeah. about what you said about adding in is when you start focusing on adding in real foods, it's amazing how much there is out there that you just never saw before. And that's something that yeah. is, is, it's really incredible. And it gives you that the opposite of that sense of scarcity. It's the opposite, that sense of abundance. When you start to see these fruits and vegetables that you've never, ever tried before. And, you know, these, these superfoods that people maybe have never heard of before. And the, these ways of putting yeah. things together, like that broth soup you mentioned, and, you know, just so many things. There's so much to explore, which can be really exciting if you open your mind to that. And, you know, what's also cool, Nadia, is the way you feel when you eat these, these foods as opposed to junk food. So when you eat something that's junk food, like 
you get this rush, you get this hit, you get this sh- blood sugar spike, you get this insulin hit, uh, you get the you you get some other uh, neurotransmitter hits uh, that uh, from opioid type neurotransmitter hits. But then you feel you feel exhausted, you feel stuffed, you 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 have cramps, uh, and you just feel horrible afterwards. Whereas when you eat something, some sort of fruit or vegetable that when your body is trained to recognize that as tasting really good, first of all, it tastes even better than the junk food, which I know is inconceivable. And look, you know, I've come from both sides of it, right? Because there was a time when I just couldn't go a day without any kind of junk, donuts, chocolate, pizza, all that kind of stuff. And now when I'm eating a really, really healthy, I had a salad this morning that would be, it would be inconceivable to me 15 years ago or however long it was that this is something that would taste good, but it tasted unbelievable. And I'll tell you about it in a second, but, but the, the better part is how you feel afterwards. You're not stuffed. You're not bloated. You're not tired. You feel calm, centered, focused, energized, relaxed, nourished, and content. Do you, do you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. And it's so nice to feel yeah. that way and to kind of realize that that's sort of how we're meant to feel. You know, when, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you said earlier, yeah. we've been eating this real food all along. We've also been yeah. feeling you know, that way, that centered, grounded, energized feeling all along. It's how we're meant to be. Yeah. It took me a long time to figure that one out. But the salad I had this morning was a bunch of different mixed greens, lettuces, uh, and sprouts. And then I had, uh, I, had, I had sauerkraut, a dill type of sauerkraut, kimchi. And then I chopped up pickles uh, and put it in there <laughs> and, uh, and some goat cheese, and then some nutritional yeast and some chia seeds and, uh, and uh, some healthy oils, some avocado oil, and balsamic and some garlic and, uh, and powder and some onions and some peppers. And it just, uh, it, 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 just like the combination of it wasn't exactly what I've had before because of the different, like the pick, combination of the pickles and the sauerkraut and kimchi. You wouldn't think it, was, it would taste good. It, t- it just tasted so amazing and just felt so energizing. Yeah, it sounds delicious to me, and I can just picture the uh-huh. rainbow of colors in your bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really good. Cool. Uh, any other questions that we want to go over? Yeah, sure. Um, there's one from Stephen, and he's wondering, how do you lose weight if you are on a medication that causes weight gain? Yeah, so that, that, that definitely makes it harder. There's no question about it. And our approach is always to focus on healing at every level with the idea that sometimes the medication, you don't need the medication anymore. Uh, as, a, as an example, uh, and not that you should go off the medication without your doctor's blessing, but you can get to a place where your doctor says, actually, you don't need the medication anymore. That's happened to us many, many times with people that are taking insulin. So people take insulin for type 2 diabetes. They take it for type 1 diabetes too, but a lot of people take insulin for type 2 diabetes, and insulin is the fat-making hormone. And while it may lower your blood sugar, it also causes to put your body in fat storage mode and causes something called insulin resistance, which makes you need insulin even more. So we, we focus on addressing the insulin resistance by reducing stress and having healthy fats, uh, nourishing your body better, detoxifying your body, healing your digestion, and then you don't need the insulin anymore. Um, that's happened to, to thousands of people that we have worked with. And I'm not, again, once again, I'm not saying that you should go off the insulin without your doctor's blessing. But 
uh, what happens is your blood sugar levels become normal. And people, I've seen people get into trouble because they shouldn't be taking insulin anymore because their blood sugar levels are already normal. And they're taking insulin, and then their blood sugar they have their blood sugar gets too low. Um, so, but then the doctor takes them off the insulin, and it becomes so much easier to lose weight. Another example is taking cortisol for inflammation. Uh, everything we do, as you know, Nadia, helps reduce inflammation. And by reducing inflammation over time, you may not need the cortisol or the cortisone or the steroid to- type, of, type of medication that causes you to gain weight, and then it becomes easier to lose weight. Another one is antidepressants. So uh, the, um, the uh, serotonin uh, reuptake inhibitors, the SSRIs, they can cause weight gain. And, uh, and the thing about serotonin is that when you heal your digestion, sometimes it helps increase serotonin naturally. Uh, and when you meditate more and when you have healthy fats, all of these things help improve brain connections and help balance your brain waves. Uh, when, you have, when you start having healthier sweeteners instead of like artificial sweeteners, all these things help. To, and you work, when you work through emotional issues, all these things can help with uh, depression and bipolar and all the different reasons why you take antidepressants. And what you may find is your doctor says you don't need the antidepressants anymore. You go off and then it becomes easier to lose weight. So what we do is we focus on all the different things that can heal you at every level because it's going to help you lose weight even even if you are taking the medication and the medication is making it harder. But you can get to a place and and every every type of of, uh, issue I have seen people uh, reverse the symptoms of. Uh, whether it's uh, fibromyalgia, which no one really knows what, it is, what that is. I've seen many, many times fibromyalgia, autoimmune issues, Hashimoto's, many, many different issues go, go away, be in remission, be reversed. Not because we're doctors, because we're not doctors, but we focus on healing at every level. And there's, that to me is a magic recipe and it happens to work. We only are focusing on the weight loss uh, part of it, but anecdotally, anecdotally uh, the other areas of your life also improve. So uh, you can so so focus on all the different things we talk about. Check with your doctor. You may even want to uh, look get other opinions from other doctors, uh, doctors that practice either what's called functional medicine uh, or holistic medicine and uh, or integrative medicine. So any of those terms, holistic medicine, integrative medicine, functional medicine. They look at the whole picture. They might treat your digestion instead of giving you a pill to reduce uh, a cortisone pill to reduce inflammation, something like that, uh, or an antidepressant. So, uh, so, so it's up to you, kind of. It's up to you to choose your doctor, and, the, and not all doctors agree on all things. So, you may find a doctor that wants to treat you in a more holistic way, and that's great, and uh, that's a solution. Or you may be able to solve the issue. So, when you work on all fronts like this, you will move forward. You will get. It will become easier to lose weight, and you may very well help improve the very cause of whatever the issue is, and not have to be on the medication anymore. And that's a beautiful thing when that happens. Yeah, that's very inspiring. I'm sure a lot of people are inspired by that answer. I found with uh, with a lot of my clients, they they come to the Gabriel Method to lose weight, but through yeah. the coaching and through going through the program, they actually shift their sights away from losing weight and more towards healing other things in their life. And they don't even focus on the weight anymore. And then the weight just sort of falls off as a byproduct of healing other aspects of their life. Yeah. 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 Uh, That, that, that happens and it happens in other areas too. So uh, Nicole Sachs, who I mentioned came to Omega 
is an, is an amazing healer that focuses on chronic pain through emotional therapy. Uh, she healed herself doing an emotional, chronic pain, doing an emotional therapy. Uh, she's helped many people. She helped uh, one of our coaches who had back problems heal from, from the, the back pain through emotional therapy. But what she says is that when a client comes to her that has chronic pain and weight issues, what typically happens is when they work through the emotional issue, the pain goes away, which is what they want, but the weight goes away too. And, uh, and that's because it's all connected. People gain weight from, for emotional issues. They gain weight for toxin issues. They gain weight from digestion issues. They gain weight from other inflammation issues. And people have other health issues for, for all of those different reasons that I just mentioned. And it's all connected. So we're in the business of helping to heal at every level and offering advice that's natural that can help you heal at every level. You do have to work with your doctor. There's no question about it. We don't say don't go to doctors, but you can. <clears throat> you, you, it is up to you to pick your doctor. And there are doctors that also look at, look at your body in a holistic way. And then, and then not only does the weight go away, but then all these other issues go away as well. And that's, that, what you're mentioning is really, really common, actually, not in. Yeah, yep, and it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So there is another question here. Um, you mentioned toxins a second ago, and Pat has a yeah. question about toxins. She says, um, with all of the toxins I have stored in my fat cells protecting my body from problems, I am concerned about releasing all of that over time and then feeling ill sure. and or tired. Can, can you give your sure. opinion on that? Yeah, and I'm sure you know exactly what I'm <laughs> going to say, uh, Nadia, because you and I have done so many detoxes together. But what you want to do is develop what we call a detoxification lifestyle. So a detoxification lifestyle means that you're taking in less toxins every day than you are eliminating uh, and in, in a very gentle way. Now, when you do a detox, they can be life-changing, but you can release toxins too quickly also. And, and then when you go back to your old habits, uh, then you that you do a retox, as they call it. But uh, but if you have a detoxification lifestyle, then it becomes a very, it's a very gentle and gradual process of eliminating toxins, and that's a great way to do it. And one of the best ways to do it is, as I just mentioned, that I'm doing is the veggie broths. If you're drinking veggie broths throughout the day, you are helping to nourish cleanse and detoxify your body. The liquid, any type of water-based liquid that you're drinking, healthy liquid, is going to help eliminate toxins. Uh, the veggie broth is especially good because it, it is alkaline, uh, which neutralizes free radicals. It has antioxidants, uh, which also helps reduce toxins. It's got chlorophyll, which acts like a heavy metal magnet. Uh, and binds and binds heavy metal and, and helps get it out of your body. And you're just fl and you're flushing your liver, you're flushing your kidneys, you're flushing your body with with healthy liquids. That's one way to do it. Um, but uh, but in general, if you are taking in lots of healthy foods and lots of healthy liquids throughout the day, more so than than unhealthy, then you're going to have a detoxification lifestyle. But the the best way to start is by having these veggie broths throughout the day. Just put them in just once a week. What I do is I'll take green leafy vegetables like celery, um, uh, uh, spinach, and uh, bok choy, which is you know, like a Chinese cabbage, leeks, kale. I'll put some scallions or onion grass in there. I might put some, some regular onions and some garlic in there. I'll definitely put some healthy uh, salt, like Himalayan salt. I'll put some cayenne pepper, 
And there's no ratio. The last, the last batch I did, I had about half as many vegetables as I normally do. It doesn't really matter. Uh, you can still season it with things with the, with the salt and the pepper to get it right. Just add a little bit more of that. <clears throat> doesn't, there's no specific recipe. Just, just cut it up, fill up the pot, fill the pot up with water, boil it, let it simmer, let it cool. Put it in mason jars. A big pot usually gives you about 15 liters. Uh, you can get the one-liter mason jars or half-liter mason jars. Just fill your refrigerator with that. And throughout the week, just drink them cold. You can heat it up if you want, but it's just an extra step that you don't need. Drink them cold. You are nourishing your body. You are energizing your body. and You are detoxifying your body throughout the day. It's a really, really good way to go. Yeah, and, and so uh, what's, easy what do you to think digest. Yeah, for sure. I'd love to get your thoughts also, seeing as uh, you are our detoxification expert on her, on her question about eliminating toxins too quickly. Yeah, so uh, I really like to defer to the wisdom of the body. So the body is always detoxing every single day, all the time, whether you think about it or not, whether you focus on it or not. So doing yeah. what you suggested, John, is also what I suggest is trying to live that detoxifying lifestyle where you're making choices that are filled with nourishment. Again, you're focusing on adding nourishment in and adding nourishment in is going to support not only every other function in your body, but also your eliminative channel. So it's going to make everything your body is trying to do, including eliminating toxins easier and just continuing to do that, continuing to focus on adding in nourishment, not only from your food, but from meditating, visualizing, getting sunshine, hydration, yeah. getting rest, mm-hmm. all of those different ways we add in nourishment to just continue to support your body. And then, yeah. like I said, defer to the wisdom of your body. Know that your body knows exactly how to eliminate those toxins. And as long as you keep nourishing, they're not going to get dumped into your bloodstream too quickly. Awesome. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So there is um, another question here from uh, Sunny and her, yeah. her, her statement and question says, this might seem out there, but how do I get my brain to believe that I can be thin someday? I have such a hard time convincing myself that it will ever happen. I've been overweight my whole life. Also, I have uh, side effects from PCOS and wondering if, mm. if healing things like unwanted facial hair will happen while I move forward with the Gabriel method. Yeah, well, uh, they're all related, as we as we talked about. Uh, I'm going to uh, the body image uh, question. I'm going to come back to in a second. But the PCOS, the, the facial hair, and the weight are all related to hormonal imbalances. Uh, and uh, and I have seen people uh, uh, heal. And, and when you heal the the hormonal imbalances, you also heal, heal the facial hair because the facial hair is part of the hormonal imbalances. So, um, so that's what you want to be doing is focusing on healing hormonally. But the thing is, most people that heal hormonally, they just, they're just focused on either food and supplements, pills, medications, or hormonal uh, interventions. And, and actually, emotional work, I have seen many times, and again, I'm not a doctor, but I've seen so many times that, that doing emotional work can help heal hormonal issues. For example... Uh, I've seen many times with women with PCOS that usually there's an issue centering around creativity uh, or uh, being a mother or relationship issues with uh, your mother or a creative force. 
uh, I would urge you to go in that direction and look for healing, to do some sort of emotional healing work around creativity, expression of creativity, having kids, being a mother, and, and uh, uh, whatever uh, uh, issues need to be resolved between you and your mother. Uh, we all need emotional healing. I interviewed this one guy yesterday, uh, Jason Flatline, who I'm so impressed with. This, this guy, um, he, he, he lost about 40 pounds over the last couple of years, but he, he's also made uh, over $100 million dollars. Uh, working online, selling, doing, uh, help, helping other people uh, make money online, selling Amazon products. And, uh, and he's a really ins- inspiring speaker. And what I found so interesting with him was he said that he's done s- so much meditation and emotional work. And even now, he does three hours of therapy a week uh, because he recognizes how important emotional healing is. And, and, uh, and, so, and, and what I'm learning is that no matter who you are, we've all had emotional issues, and emotional issues affect our whole lives. They affect our physical health. They affect our abundance because he was struggling his whole life until very recently. Um, but there was a lot of the emotional work that he did that enabled him to be as successful as he is. And that's just another example of how powerful emotional work is. But emotional work also helps with hormonal issues, especially issues around fertility, creativity, uh, and uh, when it's when it's uh, something like PCOS, it, it's very much uh, <clears throat> centered around your creative expression, your feelings around being a parent, having kids, and the way your your relationship with with your mother. So please, 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 more than anything, do some healing work in that direction, uh, and that that can be uh, that can help you tremendously. Uh, you may want to also look at some of the experts that we interview that are uh, hormone balancing experts for women, such as Magdalena Wesolecki. That's a tough name to spell, Wesolecki, W-Z-E-L-A-K-I, Wesolecki. Magdalena Wesolecki, we've interviewed her a few times. Uh, She's got a hormone balancing protocol for women uh, that's really good. Dr. Sarah Gottfried from the Gottfried Institute is really good also. Uh, So, And then uh, Dr. Christian Northrup. So those three doctors are very holistic, mind-body, and understand uh, women's hormones really, really well. So go in that direction as well. And then to answer your question also about how do you believe, uh, we, all, we always do that through visualization. Be really patient and gentle with yourself. Give yourself all the time you need. Um, but, but listen to visualizations if you can in the morning. Just let your mind wander. Don't worry if you can't see your ideal body, but just do it every morning and just uh, maybe first thing in the morning while you're lying in bed, just press the button, close your eyes and click play, let your mind wander. You will still get the positive benefits. And the combination of that and working through the emotional issues and then also doing some of the other hormone balancing protocols from some of these doctors, that combination can be a very powerful combination because as you're working through the emotional issues and then doing whatever uh, supplementary nutritional things that, that they recommend, you will start to work through and heal this PCOS issue. And as you heal that issue, and especially as you work through emotional issues, you'll be able to see your ideal body better. Right now you can't do it because uh, in your mind, for whatever, because of whatever emotional issue your body wants to hold on to weight, but as soon as it wants to let go of the weight, you will be able to see your ideal better, body better. It will all work together. The mind, emotions, body, they all work together. And, uh, and you're approaching it at every, at every angle 
doing it this way. And then so your mind will, will come on board. It'll be like all of a sudden you can see your body losing weight. You can see yourself thinner and it'll start to happen. and It'll develop a, a positive momentum. Does that make sense, Nadia? Yeah. Yep. That makes complete sense. And um, speaking of hormones, uh, Vivian is listening right now. She's in the chat roll, and she might actually be uh, calling in to speak with you. I'm not sure. But she wanted to know if you could speak about any special guidelines for postmenopause. Yeah. So, uh, so one of the things that happens with uh, postmenopause, or certainly during menopause, is all the other stress issues in your life kind of uh, have a bigger effect. Uh, so, so dealing with stress and, and inflammation at every level can be really beneficial. But I find that uh, we've talked about, I don't, we talked about this in week five of the 12 week total transformation experience, something that I call organic intermittent fasting. So, so uh, intermittent fasting, I already, I don't like the name intermittent fasting because it sounds very threatening and challenging. It sounds like you're starving yourself, but, um, but well, all it is, is, is going, eating your meals in a six hour, six to eight hour period. Uh, and, uh, and there's a certain time and place to do that. But if you find that right now you're not that hungry in the morning, if you're postmenopausal and you're not that hungry in the morning, then that wisdom that you need to eat a healthy breakfast and you need to keep your blood sugar stable, uh, that's not, a, that's not as, a, as good a, a suggestion at, this, at that stage as doing this thing, this intermittent fasting. So what I would suggest for you uh, is that if you are not hungry in the mornings, then I would suggest that uh, you not eat until you are hungry, which for me sometimes is like 11 or 12 in, in, you know, 11 in the morning or 12, <clears throat> or 12 noon. If you're not hungry, uh, I would suggest you wait till you are hungry. And if you're doing any exercise, I would suggest that you do it in the mornings before you eat uh, and you need to do, if you are doing some exercise, some sort of strength training, that combination is really, really powerful for balancing the hormones that help you lose weight. So, uh, so a scenario would be like this. Let's say you had your last meal at six o'clock at night. And then the next day it's maybe 10 o'clock in the morning. You're still not hungry. If, and by the way, drinking the veggie broths is great in the mornings because it, it keeps you, you're not, you're not hungry. So let's say you're having the veggie broths in the morning. Uh, then around 10 o'clock, you're still not hungry. You do some sort of exercise. And it could, only has to be maybe 10 minutes of exercise or 20 minutes ex exercise. And it could be like three or four times a week. But it's some sort of strength training where you're strengthening your muscles because your muscles are atrophying as you get older, and that causes insulin resistance. So you need to do some strength training. It <clears throat> doesn't have to be grueling and strenuous, strenuous, but 10 or 20 minutes of that at around 10 o'clock, and then you eat at 11 o'clock. That that is a powerful uh, that can have a tremendously powerful effect on a postmenopausal body to rebalance many of the hormones that help you lose weight, such as growth hormone, for example. It can have it can have increased growth hormone up to nine percent, or sorry, up to nine times uh, what what it otherwise would would be, and that's tremendously beneficial because we're not producing that growth hormone as much. It declines as we get older, so uh, so that combination works works really really well. And then also uh, any type of work that you do to heal your digestion and eating lots and lots of live foods will keep you young and keep your hormones functioning well. Healthy fats also help, help keep your hormones functioning well. So that's a good combination slash protocol uh, to help reverse some of those effects. And as I mentioned, you know, my brother really understands this stuff well. and He gave a, a big talk, a great talk in Omega 
and he's lost well over 200 pounds and he did it for, uh, he's 50 57 right now so he's done it from the ages of 50 54 to 57 after male menopause and uh and he's got a body now like of uh, of a teenager in the sense that he's muscular and, and his skin's real tight and it's because he really understands this protocol and so um so if you follow this this approach that i'm outlining uh, it can it can dramatically increase the hormones that you need to uh to be rebalanced after menopause and uh and to then lose weight again that's beautiful, John. And actually, I think Vivian is on the line waiting to talk with you. Sure. Okay. Let me take her, and then I see we have a couple others also. So uh, let's bring let's bring Vivian in, and we'll we can talk with her. Hi, John. This is Vivian. Thanks Hi, Vivian. for answering Hi. that question. I'm good. I'm really good. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I missed the very beginning because I, Tiffany came on and yeah. and then Nadia talked. Um, but I think you started with intermittent fasting. Is that correct? Just to yeah. be sure I yeah yeah. That. Okay. Well, well let, let's just talk. Yeah. yeah, let's just talk about you for yeah. a second. Are you hungry in the morning every day, sure. or some days you are, some days you're no. not? No. So usually, what, your, what, what my yeah. my morning usually is I have a lot of water when I first wake up, and I actually do do exercise yeah. pretty much first almost first thing in the morning. Like I, I'm a, I have a weak ankle, yeah. so I have some physical therapy around that that I do. And then every other day I do some like speedy, you know, these, these high intensity things that you recommend. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I do have yeah. a set of kind of strength exercises around my lower body. So my ankle, um, and yeah. then I go and have that apple cider vinegar water. Uh, um, yeah. And when I do that, like, I am just not, I just don't want to eat anything after that. When I try yeah. to, I feel nauseous. Yeah. Well, you know what? You so know why? I don't. You, you know why? Yeah. You know, can I tell yeah. you why? Because your body's burning fat. Sure. You know, it's like, a, it's like a mm. fat flush is what it is. And then when your body's burning the fat, it doesn't want, doesn't want to eat. So what you've done is you've gotten, see, see what happens is for most of us, if we're uh, just living a normal life, normal Western diet and sedentary is that we develop this insulin resistance where our cells are uh, not listening to insulin and then in, our insulin levels go up and that causes our body to lose the ability to burn fat. And so if you've lost the ability to burn fat, you're going to crave junk food all the time. You're going to crave carbs all the time because you need that for energy. But as soon as you regain the ability to burn fat, you're not hungry because your body's burning the fat. And what happens is when you go that 16, 15, 16 hours uh, without eating, your insulin levels get low enough so that your body can regain the ability to burn fat. And then when you do some sort of exercise like you just did and then have the apple cider vinegar water, it just, your body's now flushing fat and you're, and you're wanting that, uh, uh, your body's using that for fuel. So if you're doing that, then keep going with it until you are hungry. And then when you're hungry, you know, try to, try to make sure you're adding a real big salad and some healthy fats and quality animal protein, and, uh, and you're mm-hmm. going to be in a really good place. Okay, thank you for that. Um, but now that I'm on the phone, I did have another kind of another sure. question that I'd love to ask you if you'll yes. take it. So okay. um, I've sure. done a lot of work around accepting my body and trying to love myself yeah. where I am. And I was uh, yeah. struck by uh, kind of your comment that you made, I think, in this week or maybe last week was like, if I'm going to if I stay five, 400 pounds, I have to yeah. be OK with yeah. that. And so, well, like, I, I, well, I'm hitting I was okay, I was okay with some, it is what happened. I didn't say I – what, what happened okay was I just it. said, yeah. okay, I, 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 I resign. I kind of resigned myself to like, okay, this is, just, this is where I'm going to be, and I accept that. And, and uh, I wasn't waiting for that yeah. someday anymore. 
Yeah. Yeah. And and I love that I love that comment, but what I'm what I'm finding myself struggling with with the visualizations to some degree is uh Yeah. Like wanting to stay in a, an approval of who I am. Like as I, I came onto this program really to deal with stress and then let my body do what it's going to do if I do all these things and not try to force it into something. Um, yeah. But I do find like I, like any time I I find myself like in this mode of like I'm trying to turn my body into something that it isn't and might not want to be. There's a parting that goes like, don't do that. That's not kind to yourself or something. So, yeah. so I was wondering if so you could are you saying, a moment to, to that tension. Yeah. Let me try to okay. understand your question. Uh, Vivian. Are you saying that when you go into the visualizations and it, talk, it talks about your body changing and your body uh, losing weight and the weight melting off, there's something inside you that's that's saying no, that's that's not loving, or that's not accepting, or that's yeah, rejecting yeah. who you are now. Is that, yeah. is that is that is that yeah? Is that there's correct? something inside so, me that feels like it's a rejection of who I am. Yeah. Yeah, and do you feel that? Like, if I talk to you just consciously, is that do you feel that way consciously? That if you were to lose that weight, that there's some rejection of who you are by doing that? Um. Yeah, I think yeah, maybe in a little way, in a way, because I've I've tied myself to a lot of you know very politically active women who are you know you have a right to stay fat, like the whole that whole world, yeah. and there's yeah. so much power and and something I really love about the that feminist ideal that has come out of that. There's something that feels yeah. like in that something that I think is a really powerful force yeah. of good. Um, whether it means yeah. like I'm, and, and the second piece that I uh, struggle with is I, I would say, I'm just kind of a history of me. Like I would say like a lot of my life, I lived in the 130 pound range plus or minus five pounds. Yeah. Like a lot of, that was who I was. And then at some point I decided I was going to get super thin and I did and kind of forced my weight down to 110, 105, like my period stopped, like yeah. I was in that yeah, world. Yeah. And there's a yeah. part of me that also gets worried of, like, are you going back there? Are you going right. to actually sure. emaciate yeah, yeah, yourself yeah. in this goal of yeah. an ideal body? That scares me, yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, if you were, like, if you just had kind of like a, a magic wand right now and you can just say, okay, I'm just going to have the exact body that I, that I want. And, and there's no effort involved. So, you know, you don't have to struggle to be anything and, and there's no negative consequences. Like where would that be relative to the, to who you are right now? Um, in terms of pounds or if you, uh, you pounds, if you or, want to use pounds, yeah. I don't know. Like, and I'm just not, difference. So I'd be strong. In terms of difference. I'd be. In terms yeah, of difference. I think I'd be. I'd be stronger than I am now. Okay. I think is that I'd be more yeah. firm than I am now, and instead of I'd feel okay. solid and strong and flexible. Um, okay. I'm less. Yeah, I think I think those are the shifts that if I could do it without any effort, those things I would want. Um, and if you had them right I'm now, t- like with the magic wand, 
let me ask you a question now. If, if you had that, yeah. like if you did this magic wand thing and you had exactly what you're describing, would you feel like uh, there was either some rejection of yourself or rejection of your ideals and, and the politically, you know, the, the, the people that you've aligned yourself with? Do you, do you feel, would there be some, no. some sort of, no, okay, I think, well, I think well, then, that, like, if it's not tied to, like, it needs to be 30 pounds thinner or 40 pounds yeah. thinner or 60 pounds yeah. thinner, like, if I could tie yeah. it to, like, I can run fast and I can dance yeah. whenever I want to and, like, all those yeah. things, then I feel fine, yeah. Okay, then can we do this then in the visualizations? Uh, can you, rather than visualize the weight melting off of your body, even if I'm prompting you to do that necessarily, you can say to yourself, well, you know, that's just John's, what's his generic visualization, that's what he's doing. But rather you do things where you visualize these things that you're, you know, being fast and strong and firm and, and all the things that you're visualizing can, can, uh, yeah. right now that yeah. you just described to me right now. Can you, can you do the visualizations that way? Yeah, yeah, I could totally do that. All right. So that, why don't you, you try to do suggestion. that? Yeah. And then the other thing is about just self-acceptance. Uh, while you're doing the visualizations, I have uh, four affirmations that I use that are very powerful. Uh, you can, and if you can, if you have a pen handy, you can just write them down. And uh, you may have heard me talk about them before. I may have talked yeah. about them in the twelve-week course. Um, so, the, so the affirmations are: I love you, I accept you, I appreciate you, I forgive you. And uh, and what I like to do during the visualizations is I like to imagine every cell of my body saying them at the same time without worrying about who's saying what. Are you saying I love you to yourselves? Are they saying I love you to you? Are you forgiving them? Are they forgiving you? Are you forgiving someone? So like, don't, without, they're just, they're energies, they're vibrations, right? Uh-huh. Uh, so, uh-huh. you know, like, like uh, you know, in the Bible it says, you know, God, uh, God was a word, or, the, you know, the first word is, it was a word. Uh-huh. You know? So words are vibrations. Uh-huh. So, so just just the vi- it's just the vibration. Don't get too much in your head. But 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 while the while the visualization is going on, you just say, uh, <clears throat> imagine every cell of your body saying over and over again, like each cell is its own entity, and every cell of your body is saying over and over again, I love you, I accept you, I appreciate you, I forgive you, I love you, I accept you, I appreciate you, I forgive you, just all, over and over, uh, while the visualization is going on. It's a very very powerful place to be because you get into a deep state and that vibration gets into resonates at every cell and into your mm-hmm. core of your being. Uh, it's really powerful. So I think that that combination for you of, of slightly mm-hmm. changing your version of the visualization and doing those affirmations could work really well for you. Thank you. I will try that. Awesome. All right. Okay. Nice to talk to you. Nice to talk Take to you, care. too. You, too. Okay. Take care. Cool. So uh, let's say we have one other caller, and we're almost out of time anyway. So let's take let's take this one other caller. This is Karen in uh, Canada, please. Hello. Hi, John. Karen? It's Karen here, Canada. Yeehaw. Hi, Karen. Um, Hi. How are you? Thank you, John, yeah. for all you do. Thank you. We all My really pleasure. appreciate you, and I'm loving the program. Cool. But I'm still um, periodically struggling with binge eating. And bulimia. Yeah. Yeah. It's serious shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's okay. That's the first thing I want to say is that's okay. You know, we're all in a certain place. We don't have to be perfect overnight. Uh, if you're feeling improvement and progress uh, and, uh, and, this is, and you still have these things, that's okay. I, I would not focus on it too much. 
okay. I feel like, you know, I'll, and I'll tell you why. I feel like the energy of where uh, binging and bulimia come from, uh, only, it only gets worse if you focus on it. You know, there's a certain, there's a certain level of, uh, it's a mental, critical uh, place that, 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 that it comes from. And, uh, and you, just to, to focus on it too much mentally makes you more, even more critical and more focused on it. I find they can go away. Uh, if, oh, you, good. if you completely, if you completely forget about them, if you let them go, and even even if you've just had this huge binge, uh, just like uh, and it just ended a second ago, if you just go like act as if okay, that's in the past. It could have been a hundred. Like you're not beating yourself over binges that happened 20 years ago, right? Uh, you're, yeah. you, you, it's a, right. So so it's as if it happened 20 years ago. It's, it, you you are in the present moment. And in the present moment, it's not happening anymore, even though it just happened a second ago or 10 seconds ago or an hour ago or a day ago. Do you understand? Okay. It just, it's not happening right now. So as soon as if it's not happening, just act as if it didn't happen. Move on. I have seen this, too, not just for myself, but other people. Uh, uh, there's this one guy we interviewed, Scott Blinn, who lost 150 pounds. And we asked him that question. We asked him, you know, do you have any advice for people? And, and uh, he said that. Don't even think about it. You know, you're not going to be perfect. And the second something bad happens, you know, that you wish, just move on like it never happened. Keep uh, adding healthier foods and doing the meditations, doing the visualizations, working through emotional issues and uh, having healthy liquids and like it never, ever happened. And it will start to go away and uh, it will lose its grip on you. It's the, the, oh, that's the most powerful, effective. Yeah. The most effective way for it to lose its grip on you is to disempower it. Don't give it any energy. Don't give it a second thought. Awesome. awesome. Okay, you got it. That's cool. my question. Thanks so much. All right, great. My pleasure. Yeah. Cool. So Bye-bye. thanks everyone. Uh, okay. Thanks, thanks, Karen. So thanks everyone uh, for listening, and uh, and thanks very much, Nadia and Tiffany, for for helping out in the background, and Nadia for all of your great wisdom and advice. And uh, connect with us in Facebook. Uh, on our private Facebook group. And also we've got weekly classes with amazing, amazing coaches like coach Nadia and coach Brian and Melinda and Jennifer and uh, lots of others. So uh, definitely connect there. And I had, you know, one lady put just recently put in the Facebook group. Does anybody have suggestions for recipes? And if you go into the members area, we've got amazing recipes in there. So don't forget to check in there. There's some really, really great recipes in there and share your recipes when you've got something that works for you. And just share in general. It's a, our private Facebook group has just become so supportive and so awesome. It's a great, great resource for everyone involved. So it's, it's a pleasure to be a part of, really. Uh, so connect with us there, and uh, we will speak to you real soon. I'll have another Ask John in about three weeks from now, three, three and a half weeks, and we'll speak to you soon. Take care. Thanks for joining me on this Ask John call-in day. For any questions I was unable to get to in this call, I'll post my written responses in the forum for your reference. I appreciate you taking time to join me here, and I look forward to connecting again with you soon.